Today is day 32 of our Lent Reflections on the Fruits of the Spirit. My name is Aaron and today we are looking at the fruit of gentleness. As we enter this time of reflection and prayer, we still ourselves and become aware again of God's presence with us. Let us pray. Lord, I pause from the busyness of life and choose to set my focus entirely on you once again. Please meet with me and speak with me in these moments ahead. Amen. Our Bible verses today are from Matthew chapter 18, verse 23 to 35. Therefore, the king of heaven is like a king who wanted to settle accounts with his servants. As he began the settlement, a man who owed him 10,000 bags of gold was brought to him. Since he was not able to pay, the master ordered that he and his wife and his children and all that he had be sold to repay the debt. At this time, the servant fell on his knees before him. Be patient with me, he begged, and I will pay back everything. The servant's master took pity on him, cancelled the debt and let him go. But when that servant went out, he found one of his fellow servants who owed him a hundred silver coins. He grabbed him and began to choke him. Pay back what you owe me, he demanded. His fellow servant fell to his knees and begged him, be patient with me and I will pay it back. But he refused. Instead, he went off and had the man thrown into prison until he could pay the debt. When the other servants saw what had happened, they were outraged and went and told their master everything that had happened. Then the master called the servant in. You wicked servant, he said. I cancelled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? In anger, his master handed him over to the jailers to be tortured until he should pay back all he owed. This is how my heavenly father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. I recently realized sometimes in evangelism how little compassion I have on some people, especially if I don't know them well and if I haven't had a good first impression of them. It's just easy for me to talk about the gospel because that's my passion of sharing, of spreading, of preaching the gospel, but not necessarily for compassion on the person for who it is for. And it wasn't until I reflected on the compassion that Jesus had on the crowds that it began to struck me. And there's this quote or more like a, a paragraph that has stuck with me ever since that I'm reminded of daily. It says this, Can we travail for a drowning child, but not for a perishing soul? It is not hard to weep when we realize that our little one is sinking below the surface for the last time. Anguish is spontaneous then. 
Nor is it hard to agonise when we see the casket containing all that we love on earth born out of the home. Ah, tears are natural at such a time. But oh, to realise and know that souls precious, never dying souls, are perishing all around us. Going out into the blackness of darkness and despair, eternally lost and yet to feel no anguish, to shed no tears, to know no travail. How cold are our hearts. How little we know of the compassion of Jesus. And yet God can give us this. And the fault is ours if we do not have it. Jacob, you remember, travailed until he prevailed. But oh, who is doing it today? Who is really travailing in prayer? That was from Oswald Smith. Now, this particular passage that I read before, um, we will do in two parts. One today and the second tomorrow. But today, I just wanted to focus on the first half, on how the king responded to his servant. He had pity on him and he took his debt away. It's so amazing how he had compassion on his servant and we evident that in our own lives too with the compassion that God has on us and going back to that quote that I just read and what I was saying before seeing the compassion of Jesus for the crowds that he spent so much time with if you are completely honest and if I am completely honest it can be so easy to fall in the trap of being a a snobby Christian and not having compassion, passion, zeal on people, on an individual. In fact, to touch on that, it can be so easy to oversee people too and just see people groups rather than a person, an individual. It is so important for us as Christians to pray for that same compassion that Jesus had on the crowds. We are to be gentle, but it's not easy without compassion. You see, it is important to be gentle when we rebuke, when we teach, when we encourage, when we exhort, in our conversations and in our actions. Being gentle is needed in all that we do. It is a continuous witness to the work God has done in our life. And without a doubt, it is so much easier when we have compassion on the people that are around us. So now I'd like for us to take a moment to have some time to pray individually for that same compassion that Jesus had. Let us pray. Dear God, thank you for how gentle you are to us. The love you show to us and the compassion you have shown us in all stages of life. Lord, allow us to have that same compassion as Jesus had for the crowds of people around him. Let us live in gentleness. Let us live in the gentleness that you have showed to us. 
In Jesus' precious name. Amen.